Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today we are going to do one of my favorite things, which is to pick a number or thumb through the book and find a page in Lean Inside and just riff off of that topic of wherever we hit. And it was kind of a funny start to this uh, way of doing things this week um, as I picked a page and here we are. What topic are we going to hit this week? All right. You want to pick a, we could do this, like you could pick a number from between 1 and 97. Pick a number. Um, I pick 22. Page 22. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's a blank page. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. That's, That's interesting. Like, it's so funny. 21 is the end of your small, and then it turns the page, and because chapters always start on the right side, mm-hmm. the next chapter is the, the seven steps. Oh, that's that funny. funny. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Well, okay then. Um, but you know what, that, the next page, the thing, uh, and this has been on my mind lately, so we could, if we want to talk about this, let's talk about commitment. Okay, yeah, no, that's great. In which, you know, it, it's sort of what you were talking about earlier when you were referencing how you can get into the work sometimes and then lose sight of other things. Um, you know, one of the things that's important to me about commitment is the one I'm asking people to commit to is a continual progression, like a pro, like a macro view, progress, not perfection, looking, and we talked about this last time with progress, not perfection, when you talked about the fair and how this year you're doing it differently and every year you get better at it. Right. And enjoying the journey along the way rather than having to be like there's some destination you're going to get to where you're going to do the fair perfectly or whatever that is. Right. And the whole commitment piece, um, it's such so powerful, I think, to, you know, one of the things that I talk about in the book is that a commitment is a declaration. You know, it's just like declaring that I'm committed to this path and then what I'm asking to commit to over and over again is the progress, not perfection, constant forgiveness and closing the door and being a victim or a martyr, that whole world of just getting back on the horse, back in the game, back on the horse, back in the game. Um, and I think that it, that it's important to find a balance with that. Um, because, you know, I, and I, I think that this is something I keep coming back to over and over again is that I am so, you know, like, um, I've been reading, there's a book called the morning miracle or something like that. Um, Miracle Morning or something like that. And the whole idea, which I get it, right? The whole idea is if you win the morning, you win the day, right? Right. Right. I've heard of it about this book, yeah. Totally get that. I totally think that's the truth. It's the truth for me. Mm-hmm. If I get up and I work mm-hmm. out and I win my morning, then I'm, I have a much better day. You know, so they have like a routine that you should do every morning, which is like you should meditate every morning and work out every morning and be still and, you know, do mm-hmm. these different things. Which Journal I, and do all that. I yeah. agree with, and mm-hmm. I want all of you to be doing that, right? And I think I assert that we live in a world that sometimes that is so much about win your morning and your win your day. These are not people who have a toddler climbing on them at five in the morning, or you know, what I mean, it's like right. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know how you people win the day when you've got a six-year-old screaming at your head at six in the morning. No. Like, yeah. Like it's not. 
<laughs> Waking up to a vomiting child is not going to win the morning. Not win the morning. And so sometimes I just think that some of this personal, some of the personal development gurus or some of the coaches out there, you know, and I'm grateful. I tell, talk Jessica, I talk about this all the time. What a better coach I am and how much more empathy I have now that I, and so I'm so grateful that I have children because I, you oh, know, yeah. might have said, golly, you got to win the morning. you got to get up early or whatever. Fuck that. I mean, you just got to hold on to your yeah. ass until you get them out the door sometimes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, so I think oh, yeah. it's so important to, like, have a, a, a sense of humor, I think, is important. And B, I think it's important to, like, talk. That's why progress, so, not perfection, is so important to me and to commit to that because... Man, I get into that world of I can do it right. I start kicking into I can do it right, and I'm going to do it right. Yes, because I'm committed. You know, like it's like when you use that word is such a big word in so many ways that you're like, I'm committed to this. Yep. And it almost feels like we've been programmed to think of commitment and saying that as like I'm digging in. I'm like, you know, I'm going to grind this out. I'm committed to this process. And so, yeah, and instead of right. looking at it from the perspective of, like, I'm committed to growth, and that means that there's going to be bumps and bruises along the way. And not like, yeah, I'm committed to growth and to screwing it up yeah. and to failing and to all the things that go along with being powerful means you're going to fail, you're not going to have, you're going to have days where you can barely stand your children and exactly. beating your head against the wall, you know, yep. all the things. Yep. <laughs> where you want to just cry a little bit, and that's okay. Uh, but, you know, I think that's an interesting thought, too, you know, the the morning process. Because um, I tried to follow that for a while. Uh, it was like, there was, I can't, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something that I had read, and it was like, you journal for 10 minutes, you read for 10 minutes, you meditate for 10 minutes, you exercise for 10 minutes, and then... Yeah. You fu- do something else for, and so it was like this thing, and it, a layered, ten right? It was like <laughs> it was like an hour-ish of time that you were supposed to use to. Kick well, off and Jack morning. Canfield has the power hour. He says twenty minutes of meditation, twenty minutes of exercise, and twenty minutes of reading something in your field. That's what he calls your power hour. Um, so yeah, same deal, same, same idea, you know, different approach. And so I tried to do that for, and I did it for about two weeks. And I remember on like one of the last days that I did it, I was feeling like, Jesus fucking Christ, like I don't have time to deal with this right now. And I was just pissed. I'm sitting there like, why the fuck am I doing this? And and I'm like, I'm forcing myself into doing it. I'm like writing in my journal, like I'm staring at this blank page going like, and all I could write was like, fuck this, fuck this. Fuck everyone. I don't understand why I have to do this. And I was so mad. I was just like, this is ridiculous. I don't feel it. And I was like, oh, well, this isn't doing anything for me. Like, what's the point? Yeah, and that's why I think you have to, like, you got to take it. Everything that comes out from other, you know, AA has a great slogan, which is um, take what you want and leave the rest. Mm, Yes. You know, like, everything isn't going to work for everybody. And it's so important, and that's why we introduce other coaches and mm-hmm. other modalities and other ways people can access their well-being. Is I think there's just so many ways you can do that, and different things that resonate with you. 
And all along the way for all of it, I think it's important you take what you want and leave the rest and not try to have it be perfect Yes. and not have every single day. You know, I mean, if you don't have any kids and, uh, you know, like you can just be a man of your own life, then that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like you, you could do that routine every day, but if you have a full big life, you're going to fail and you're going to have, you know, I mean, there's just, just no way right. that you can do it all and be perfect at it. And, so I think, you know, being perfect at personal development is something that I think I see my people here do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh my like gosh. they will come up to me and they'll tell me that they failed my course or something. <laughs> You're like, no, that doesn't but like you that can't way. fail my course. It's not a pass fail course. <laughs> you don't get a grade in it. No, no, you don't get um, an F for the day. But because they're out of integrity with it or whatever's going on. And so I think that there's a, a line there too where... Like, what is an, an integrity for you isn't the same thing as this is, a, you know, my coaching school, Coach You, says that all people, human beings define their own integrity. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. Because what's an integrity for me is not an integrity for you. Right. Right. And what's, what's integrity for you? can't compare yourself. You can't compare your insides to the people's outsides. You can't compare. I mean, I do know women who have, I know a woman who has kids who literally gets up at four or five every morning and does yoga. Wow. Good for and her. Now, well, and here's the thing, and this is this is something that's really important. This is an interesting nuance, actually, to talk about, mm-hmm. because she's a CEO, and in her world, to do everything that she has to stack up and get done, mm-hmm. that's, that's an integrity for her. Right. 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 And she's on top of it. She's on point. I mean, she really is. She's a CEO of a big company. She's like up every morning, first thing, doing yoga, doing all the things. She's, she's super powerful. Um, I don't know that I would. For me, it's like I don't want that life. Like I don't want a life where I'm up at five in the morning and working that hard all the time and going to an office. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> I work for myself. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want that kind of life. And I don't know that I, ha- I appreciate the people that have that kind of discipline mm-hmm. for them. And I think it's great for them. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't want to, I think it's fantastic. It's just not who I am. And I don't, and I think some people feel like if I'm not her, then I can't be successful. Yes, completely. And I know that that was my mindset for so long was um, that was the path that I felt like, you know, defined success was you, you know, you get to these places and then you do all of these things in this certain way. And so that then when um, presenting myself to the world, everyone would see that I had my shit together. And in the end, I didn't have any of my shit together because it was out of integrity of my real gut desires of what I really wanted to be doing with my life. It looked really pretty. It looked to the world like I had everything that, you know, that you would want and that I was really doing all the things that would be, um, you know, exactly where you want to be in the world. But I wasn't, I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy. I was miserable. I was stressed. I was exhausted all the time. Um, And I, but I was still pushing myself to do the 5 a.m. whatever and then, you know, make the perfect be, you know, I remember it was at one point I was the room mother for uh, my, my kid's school. And I remember like, 
I couldn't get anybody to help me. And there was all these moms that were stay-at-home moms. And I was working a full-time plus type of job. And, you know, I was on eight boards and I was doing all these things. And um, I could not get anybody to help me do these parties for the holiday. And I would just, I was so pissed because I sat there in complete judgment of this woman who, like, told me no, that she couldn't help. You know, she had a, she had a kid. Both of her kids were in school and she stayed home. And I was like, what the hell are you doing all day that you can't put together a freaking cupcake platter, you know, like for these kids? (laughs) And I was so angry that I was like, look at me, you know, look at all the things I'm doing and I'm putting together the cupcake platter. And then I realized like, she doesn't want to do the cupcake and like that has nothing. She didn't want to do it. So she's not. And good on her that that was like her saying, no, that's not my deal. I'm going to do this other thing over here that's going to be important to me and I feel good about it. And I didn't want to do the cupcake platter. I didn't, you know, but it was what was showing to the world the commitment level that I had to being this awesome working mother. And I felt like I had to be the room mom to show that if you're a working mom, you still can be involved in your kids' lives. It didn't matter that I hated it. You know, yeah. and, but I was that fear level of being seen as a working mom and the back and forth of mom, stay at home moms and whatever. And I was doing the judging there myself. Like you're a stay at home freaking mom, like bake a cupcake. You know, what are you doing all day? And I was like, I think about that. And I hate my, I hated myself for it. I was like, I'm being the judgment back to this other human being and not, but I didn't want to do any of it. I wanted to be home. I, I wanted to make my own schedule. I wanted to not have to deal with all the crap that of showing up for a CEO. I wanted to be able to say, nope, no yoga this morning. You know, like I wanted to do what I wanted to be doing. And it wasn't until starting to do this work where I realized like, you know, being able to constantly forgive myself. And I know I go back to that all the time with people, but, and on our podcast, it, you know, the constant forgiveness thing, but it's such been such a huge part of the success of this work for me is the constant forgiveness Mm -hmm. is like, Nope. Okay. That was a screw up. Okay. That's all right. You know, pat yourself on the back. You can keep doing it. You know, it's okay. Well, here's the thing. The beautiful thing that I just heard you say that I think is the most powerful out of all of that is that you gave up, you gave up making her wrong. I mean, it's like you gave somebody else the space to not do something just because they didn't want to. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And like, that's a huge, that's something huge huge switch um and when i think about feminism and i think about um you know the mommy wars and i think about all the things that as women we we do to each other um one of my things that i'm in constant um awareness around is letting people do what feels good for them and that to me is the ultimate um, way that we can support each other is saying you know, you don't want to bake cupcakes? No problem. You know, like that's not your deal. Yeah. If you want to get up at 5 a.m. and do yoga yeah. and go and then be a powerful CEO and then, you know, do all the things that you're doing, awesome. Like good for you. So excited for you. And not have any guilt or judgment that I place on myself that I'm not doing those things just as I'm not placing any guilt or judgment on them for doing or not doing whatever they're doing. Um and that's really empowering. It's it, it's such a release. Oh my god! And it takes up so much less time in my life when you're just like, "Cool, good for you," versus like, "Hmm, well, 
I'm going to sit over here and stew. And I'm going to use all of my energy thinking about how this woman sucks um, and how she's not doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I just, I point that out because I think that that is so much the water we swim in, in terms of judging other people, especially for just doing what they want. Mm -hmm. It takes such a big muscle. It's taken so long for me. And I know that for other people, when I'm working with them, it's such a powerful thing to be able to choose to do something or not do something just because you want to. Mm-hmm. That's revolu- It was a revelation to me to be able to like, are you, you and I should. And once I figured, it took me a long time to figure out that if I did things I didn't want to do, it was out of resonance. Mm-hmm. So therefore almost out of, it was like out of, it was inauthentic. It was out of integrity. It was all of that. But if I, and so, because it used to be, well, of course, there's just, it's just life. You just have to do things you don't want to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were taught that. We were taught that our whole lives. You just have to eat your vegetables. You just have to do things you don't want to do. Yeah. And for me, the jury is still out on that a little bit. Like, I know that there are things like eating my vegetables that I just have to do. Right. <laughs> no, but mean, I think that's where the struggle like, comes. I mean, to some degree, But I honestly, and then there's another part of me that believes if I really believed that I could be healthy, well, and have great cholesterol numbers eating all the candy I want, then maybe I would be. But I haven't gotten there. I don't don't believe that. I believe I have to eat my vegetables. So I probably have to eat my vegetables. You know, it's this kind of stuff. But that getting to a place of giving up making people wrong for doing stuff they want for me has been hugely powerful and not getting attached. To people, you know, like thinking people should do things. And so therefore I'm counting on them to do things. Like for me, just giving people the grace to just not do something because they don't want to. So like, oh, cool. And then not have anything to do with me. And I think that once you start to breed that and show that to the world, that hopefully, and I, and I do know, I say hopefully, but I don't, I know that I have seen it happen where once you give permission to people to do and say yay and you don't have judgment around it that they start to spread that as well and they start to to accept that and open themselves up to their own um the own level of judgment that they might have been having um so they are like okay and then they go out and spread that and if we can spread the joy of like non-judgment over whatever it is making you happy then i think we're just we're creating a much better world for all of us to swim in and all of us to live in because that's what I think we spend so much time around is either judging or worrying about being judged. And if we can like let go of that, I mean, how much more can we accomplish in the world if that's not something that's on top of us at all, all the time? Um, I don't know. I, that yeah. is like one of those fantasy dreams. But I do know that I see it when, and the women that we um, are our J group, you know, I see it when we are around each other, the energy that's created in a room full of powerful women who aren't sitting in judgment of each other is pretty yeah. amazing. Um, and what all has been accomplished when people let that go uh, is pretty freaking fantastic. And that takes commitment, yeah. which goes back to <laughs> what we started talking about at the beginning here. You know, it takes it's yeah. That's maybe another thing that you're committing to. Like I'm committing to non-judgment. I'm committing to um, non-judgment of myself and non-judgment of other people for whatever it is that makes them feel good and, and happy. Um, and it might not be what yeah. is my thing, and it might not be what even, or it might be something that you're like really into and they're being 
maybe they're achieving it. I think this is one of those other sides of it. Whereas now I'm not necessarily comparing myself to others in terms of, you know, they're doing the 5 a.m. yoga. Instead of being like, oh crap, that's what I've got to be doing. It's the things that I see that people are doing that I want to be doing. It's the um, success in online business. It's the how did they get there and I didn't get there. And of course, I'm not seeing all of the hard work that they've put into it to make that happen. All I see is the is the success. Um, and so then I start to get it really in judgment of myself too of like, wait, you know, how do they know? What do, they, what do they know more than me? How am I, you know, I start to question all of those things. And um, so then getting back into that this is a process and this is I'm, I'm working towards these things and they've just worked towards them in a different way and they've achieved success in that, in that level. Um, but I also don't know... Yeah you know, what's going on behind the scenes that got them there. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, thanks for bringing a full circle back to commitment because I agree. And it, and it, and it helps me too to remind myself because I walk through my steps sometimes. I'm like, what step am I needing here? And sometimes it's step one. It's just to commit to that progress, not perfection, commit to loving myself through it mm-hmm. and being part of the journey, not the destination and all that stuff. And man, especially with entrepreneurs and people who are building their own businesses and their own dreams and visions and goals, it's like, man, it's so hard to stay present to that that it isn't the destination that I'm aiming, you know, that that, that that's going to make me happy. Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not going to get to, you know, we're not going to get to a certain amount of listeners and then we're going to be happy, right? We're going to, we're being happy and then those listeners come or we're being powerful and then those listeners come. But it's, uh, sometimes it's that commitment to, progress not perfection and enjoying the journey that's so important and I try to keep that top of mind on a regular fortunately that's something that's a pretty big topic in my groups of staying present to the journey and enjoying each breath and each step along the way rather than having it be about the destination good stuff totally awesome so um, I do have you know as we sort of level this out today um, I have a a request or commitment request to folks. I've been thinking about this. You know, one of the things that we are working towards and we're starting to grow in our um, side of the world is, you know, really trying to get our podcast to as many people as possible and grow Mm -hmm. our listenership um, because we want more people to be doing this work. And we've seen such huge successes that yeah. we want you know, to that to, to spread. And so I would like mm-hmm. to ask all of those folks that are listening here today, there's a couple of different ways you can help us do that. And one of that is to go and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Even if it's not the way that you listen mm-hmm. to it, even if you listen to it through a different method, even if you're not an iTunes user, right. if you go and subscribe to the podcast that helps us in terms of the iTunes algorithms and all those good things. And so that we can show them that they want to pop us up and say, Hey, this is a great podcast that you should be listening to. So that is one of our option opportunities to go do that. So you can go and subscribe and um, that will be a huge, huge help for us in terms of our numbers, even if that's not the way that you do listen and leave a review while you're there. That also is great. So subscribe and leave a review, tell everybody, about you know listening to this and then I would love for you guys to commit to telling and sharing this with you know two people two friends who you think 
or family members or whoever, strangers, I don't care if you have a random conversation with somebody, two people that you think would benefit from listening to doing the work. Um, and, mm-hmm. and just share with them something that you have gained from being part of this podcast, because you guys really are part of this podcast, you know, like you are what makes <laughs> us keep going. And so it's your podcast as much as it is our podcast. And if you could share that, um, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I agree. And uh, sharing with friends and um, even, you know, one of the things that's important to remember is that when you're sharing with friends, it really can serve as an accountability structure for you. I mean, you can, if you got people, because since, you know, we're coming into through your computer or your phone or whatever it is uh we're not there though to hold you accountable every week and if you have a buddy who's listening to this with you or someone who can you know you can get together and have this be part of doing the work together and uh listening to the podcast can be something you hold each other accountable for but also then getting an action around the steps those kind of things um it's important to to keep that moving otherwise i feel like you know we get so mired down in everything it's hard to notice that we're still moving forward um that's a great request i i second that request please uh make a commitment we'd love you to make a commitment to share us share us share us any way you can yeah awesome Awesome. all right fantastic we'll have a powerful week you too and we'll see you next week Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.